hello and welcome to Salty with a Side of Sweet. I am Trisha and today we have the second half of Ruth's big ass list. As you all remember, our first episode featured Ruth talking about her love of Jesus, coffee, pot, and the F-bomb. Well, today you get to find out all the other things she's passionate about. So grab yourself a Barks, a bowl of popcorn, and go hide out in the bathroom for another half hour of Ruth's Big Ass List. So you're going to school, and you have an older daughter that is in school now too, right? Yes. That's just crazy. Okay, so Katie graduated this May, Mm -hmm. um, and they had a program called Dual Enrollment. So while she was a um, junior and senior, she attended the local community college, Mm -hmm. and so did I. Mm -hmm. And we actually tried to have a class together as well, um, but she ended up needing special permission to be in it, and it fell through, which is just as well because she would have gotten better grades in the class than I do. Yeah, and wow. I would have been the one called on the carpet for not behaving. So, <clears throat> oopsies. Yeah, it's probably um, good she class, <laughs> right? I I try to go online because I am a terrible, terrible student. And when the teachers actually call me out, like I had a teacher in mythology say, "You're a grown up. You should know better." And I said, I'm a grown up in community college. What makes you think I know better? There's yeah. a reason I'm in community college at 40. <laughs> That's what I was thinking. I'm a 40 year old <laughs> at a community college. Like, So she rolls her eyes and she walks out. And I think she's just out in the hallway taking deep breaths. <laughs> the kid next to me goes, oh, my God, you just said that to the teacher. And I looked at him. and I'm like, I'm like 10 years older than the teacher. This kid, <laughs> the teacher feels like my kid. Well, goes, yeah, okay. there was a whole TV show made on this concept of adults. Going I know it is like, hilarious, <laughs> but uh, it's like, you guys, this is community college. Quit taking yourselves so seriously yeah. that we, we gave a presentation and it was a group presentation. And Katie's coaching me because I haven't done a group presentation. I was homeschooled as a kid. Mm-hmm. So I, I frankly do not know how to follow the rules, period. Right. And socially, I don't think I even know what half of those rules are. And we'll get mm. to that when we talk about grown-up yes. clicks. Yes. But my daughter's coaching me on, okay, so here what a group, here's what a group project is. You're going to be the only one who does anything. Mm-hmm. Everyone is going to ghost you completely, mm-hmm. which means they won't answer your texts. They won't message you. They won't show up for planning. Just put it all together. Make it crappy because you don't want them to get all your credit. And then the day, the hour that it's supposed to happen, everyone will show up and want to part. Right. Well, I'm, you know, I guess I'm too old for that shit. So I did it and I showed up and the two poor kids who totally ghosted me and never showed up for anything Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. stood next to me during my presentation and the teacher was an idiot she gave me the genitals as my (laughs) the mythology of genitals was the topic of my presentation i used only disney films for my examples and then proceeded to let those two (laughs) boobs stand up there and do nothing and at the end of my presentation i used them as an example and said look this is what two boobs look like (laughs) and i didn't let them talk at all and the teacher says so you're not going to let them talk i said why they didn't show up they didn't answer any text and they didn't write any of this paper so no they're just two boobs standing up here with me (laughs) 
This would be a great lesson for Caleb right now. Caleb hates group projects because he knows he's the one that cares about his grade. And he they're knows, the worst. He knows all of his friends know that he cares about his grade. So they all know that if he gets on the project, he'll do it anyway because he wants to get a good grade. So right. I'm like, no, I'm like, you need to learn what it is that you need to do to not save their asses. You need to learn what it is that you need to do to make sure that you get a good grade, but that they somehow flounder slightly or at least look like idiots when they have to answer the questions, like have them do the presentation part. <laughs> right. Well, the teacher was a jerk. I got a C. And the reason for the C is apparently I didn't allow my group to participate. Oh my goodness. And I had copied so, her on all the ghosting the whole time. So did, did everyone in your group though, get the same grade? Oh yeah. Yeah. See, that's what, yeah. that's what gets Caleb just riled up is when teachers say everyone in your group will get the same grade. He just gets so worked up about that. And I'm like, Wow. Agreed. We've discovered that the most uh, non-addictive painkiller that really works for the nerve damage I need painkillers for is, in fact, full THC. Um, but it's not legal in Florida yet. Mm. So I have friends that, like, when they come visit, they manage to bring me baked goods. There you go. Everyone can and, use a brownie. Um, just don't eat too many. <laughs> that would be my. It's really funny though because I'm just, <laughs> I'm just all of say. my family <laughs> hides my keys though. They're like in on it. They're like, I think mom had a brownie today. Please hide her keys again. <laughs> this would be but my seriously. problem with edibles. I can't stop. <laughs> I, I I will make brownies or cookies, and I will have good intentions. But then I realized like Caleb will be home from school soon and I'll eat a few extra cookies, <laughs> even though I may not necessarily want a cookie. But the idea that if he gets home, he will eat those cookies and those cookies <laughs> will no longer be an option. <laughs> right. Because food is like challenge accepted. <laughs> yes. I'm like, no, we need to eat the cookies now. <laughs> yeah, I would not do well with edibles. I don't. I really don't think so um, ever. <laughs> well, my favorite to date has been honey. And um, I can use probably less than half a teaspoon and some tea in the morning. And I don't think it e would even register that I had had any. And I have my husband drop me off at Bible study and nobody's commented yet. Mm. The only thing it does really is make me sleepy. Yeah. So. Well, that's, I told you, I have nothing to contribute to pot. I have nothing to contribute to CBD or THC or any of the alphabetical, you know, um, pain management. I, I think lots of them are snake oil. So there's that. Well, it wasn't, I saw the other day, you know, um, let our kids believe in Santa. You believe in your essential With oils. Essential oils. <laughs> yes. yes. And we, don't, that one. we let you believe in essential oils. I'm like, that's hysterical. Oh, oh my, my gosh. God. You can't go 10 feet without somebody mentioning thieves. Oh Lord. Uh, yeah. You know, <laughs> and, and no offense funny. to anybody who uses it. I mean, absolutely enjoy away. Yeah. I mean, I have friends who use it and they have great results. I use um, an essential oil blend with um, something for my thyroid that's through Young Living. Gotcha. And, and it actually does help my thyroid. 
But other than that, the essential oils I use for things like my headache or stomach ache, they're very minor. I'm not a, I, I, I don't think that I have the attention span to mix up 20 different oils that would then equate to like three drops of something. So you're not <laughs> dying to become a modern witch? I mean, come no. on. I'm, I can barely remember if I'm supposed to put, you know, like parsley or oregano in, in my pasta dish. I, I don't, I really don't have just the capacity to, to figure out essential oil. So I'm, I don't. That's funny. I don't know if you should admit that. You might get stamped defective. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if it's already happened, but that's gotcha. okay. That's okay. That's okay. So if you... I'm stamped defective, it's uh, we're pretty sure she's on drugs. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm all, uh, it's holistic. I promise. It's all gummy vitamins. Everything I take is gummy vitamins. I do Fantastic. love my gummy vitamins. I don't know why it's, I hate to take actual pills. So all of my vitamins are coming vitamins. Uh, okay. So I've started attending a Methodist church. I grew up Baptist. Mm -hmm. I actually technically grew up in a cult and um, <laughs> good times, good times. Not an and essential then, oils cult, just a regular you know, good old fashioned cult. Right. Um, <laughs> David Koresh was linked to it. If you've maybe heard of his oh name, Waco. Rude. Oh my God. <laughs> and I do share this, but I forget who I've shared it with. But, uh, oopsies. That's amazing. So um, I was 24 when the FBI apparently needed to interview me as a survivor of a cult. Oh my God. Yeah, that was, that was fun. It's so hard when you move every few years and you get in this habit of you move, you meet your neighbor. If they've got at least 18 months left, like you're like, okay, we can do lunch one day. If they've got less than 12 months, you're like, okay, call me when, when you know who's moving in and I'll introduce myself to them. Like I'm, I'm not putting forth efforts for someone who, who has less than 12 months here. You know, it's like we get in this habit though of making these quick friendships. How hard is it to make those friendships when you're used to those quick friendships, but now you have to be in this place where everyone has known each other since you know, they came out of the womb. Well, first of all, I'm laughing at you because that is an Air Force attitude. Um, Army officers are only assigned each duty station for 18 months. We did seven years in the Army and eight years mm -hmm. in the Air Force. Mm. Well, my numbers are off because that's only 15 yeah. and we were in for 17. So somewhere in there, I'm confused. Somewhere. But yeah, um, <clears throat> I am friends, close friends with five people here and all five of them are former military <laughs> because all of them were willing to dive in. And when I said, Hey, let's go to coffee. They said, okay. And they did it that yeah. week. Um, yeah. I've been here for five years. I've been attending the same church for four and I'm stopped asking at year three, if many of these ladies wanted to go to coffee because they would say sure soon. And three years have passed and none of them have found a time to go, go. So in the military, when I lived in, at Shepherd Air Force Base, mm -hmm. the girl across the street would come across. She would knock on my door and she'd say, put your clothes on, bitch. We're going to Target. <laughs> and I would put my clothes on and we would go to Target and we would haul all of our kids with us. 
Yeah. And at the time, I want to say Katie was three. Tyler was one. She had four kids. So it was a circus. Mm-hmm. And then um, she would come over with a bottle of wine and she'd say, all the kids are asleep in the truck and I have to watch the driveway. Mm-hmm. So we would sit on my porch and we'd drink wine watching her truck to see if any of the children were waking up. And we were yeah. not horrible rednecks. And this is officer's housing. So, you know, it's interesting because I know that we had a lot of enlisted friends that thought we were like snooty. And I'm like, they just didn't come <laughs> over at the right hour to right. see us in our pajamas, middle of the afternoon, totally sloshed, watching a car running in the driveway. The women here, they act like I'm going to leave at any given moment because the only thing they know about a military wife they've learned on TV, which is mm-hmm. also hysterical. I yeah, got asked the other wives. day how many coach purses I have, <laughs> which is kind of funny because I do actually have one. And um, they made friends when they were kids. They, they know people because we went to the same elementary school together and then our kids are now going to the same elementary school together. I've been watching your husband on Facebook hanging out at the Star Wars. Yeah, for like the past week or two. So my husband is 10, maybe. (laughs) And um, when we got out, we got out early. Uh, He did not make it to his 20. And I didn't realize it at the time, but it's severe PTSD. Mm. And it's the combination of him having to come home early from a deployment um, Mm. for Tyler's emergency brain surgery. There's just so much wrapped up in that that it left him hurt and Mm -hmm. it didn't really show up until about five years later and Mm -hmm. he acted out in an affair initially and then then he sought help and then we started to get help but one of the things that's happened since getting out is nobody looks at his resume and understands it and Mm -hmm. so he's been interviewed for things and they're like well you're just you're just you're overqualified so we don't get callbacks. Now, he's still really fit, and he's 6'1", and he's bald. And when he puts on his angry face and he crosses his arms, people get scared. And mm-hmm. what they don't know is he's 12, and he's probably you know got Mickey ears <laughs> in his back pocket. But the, the job that he was really able to get after the military, because they were the only one that freaking hired him anyway, was Disney mm-hmm. World. At the Mm -hmm. monorails, which he worked for like a year. And then he worked as security Mm -hmm. at Disney. But everybody at Disney is either gay or retired military. And the two people he worked with were retired colonels who had been in Mm -hmm. that position for like five years. And nobody gets promoted. And the colonels were going to have to die for Mike to get a promotion of like a dollar. To be clear, he was making $7.23 an hour. Hmm. Um, so I was super frustrated because he has an MBA and he was an right. officer in the military and it had been three years and he can't even get an interview. It's five years now. And he's been working. He went back to school for computery things, um, mm-hmm. which I hate him sometimes because he signed up to go for engineering, couldn't get the classes without mentioning it. He signed up for computery things instead. But if he had talked to his wife for five minutes, who, what do you know is into computery things? She would have said, this is the worst job for you because you're an extrovert and computery people have to sit under a rock. You're not going to like living under a rock, dear. So now he works living under a rock. He's worked as a network engineer for a year. 
mm-hmm. and has two bachelor's degree and a master's degree and makes basically he's a tier one. So it's the equivalent of a first year ensign in the army. <laughs> mm. And um, he has no authority. He loves it. Um, and he decided that since we couldn't afford health care this year, it was actually a fourth of the price to get Disney season passes. So that's what he did with his bonus last year. So we're still uninsured um, and we make no money. But my husband does go to Disney probably three days a week. I was going to say, but you can go to Disney anytime you want. And he does. And his wife no longer feels obligated to go with him. And I have friends that tease me constantly. I saw Mike at Disney. Really? Because if he's not at work, guess where he is? Disney. He's at Disney. Also, his wife uh, won't let him spend any money. So she usually empties his wallet of all cash, lets him go with his Disney pass. And he's like, I'm okay. Yeah, he's fine because it's already paid for. Right? And if he needs I w- gas, I will PayPal him $5. <laughs> That's awesome. I would 100% do that. I would 100% have a season pass to Disney if I live that close. He He's never gotten tired of it. Uh, He loves the fireworks. This morning, he managed to convince our 19-year-old, who is a, um, she's a physics major, and she's a sophomore, and she is everything about getting good grades. She doesn't have a boyfriend because they're distractions. Mm -hmm. Um, She is, she's a nerd. But he convinced this nerd to wake up at 6 a.m. to go to Disney with him so they can ride Star Wars. Nice. And about every 20 minutes, I get a new photograph from her going, do you see what dad made me do? (laughs) (laughs) Do you know she's having a blast? She totally is, but she won't admit it. No, no, no. Of course, they can't admit it. No. They can't admit it. So empty nesting will be be fun fun because... Once the kids are gone, we'll probably end up in some little, we're never going to do a tiny house because I researched them and discovered that when your husband uses the bathroom, you get to smell it for like the next week. And I yeah, can't no, handle that's that. That's not, mm-mm. I was actually I telling need my him own space. We I don't, don't have to have apartments. a big house. I just need my own space. I want the friends apartments where the boys live across the hall <laughs> yeah. and I want my girlfriends to move in with me. I mean, I love yes. him and I want to share a bed with him at night, but I love yeah. the idea of him using the bathroom in a separate apartment across the hall mm-hmm. and then having to clean his own said bathroom. That would be lovely. Yeah. Um, Will has been married 22 years in July and wow, I don't think he's gotten any older the whole time we've been married. <laughs> I feel every inch of 43 years old, but him not mm-hmm. so much. See, and I think that's me with Greg. Greg's the one that embraces getting older. And I'm the one that I'm like, no, nope, don't need glasses. I'll keep squinting. <laughs> I mean, let's be clear. My perks is actually a penguin backpack, which ironically was Tyler's diaper bag when we lived in Germany. Oh my goodness. Oh my um, goodness. I couldn't get rid of it. It was too cute. Um, when we go out in public, people are like, oh, my gosh, you both have blue hair when Tyler's with me. <laughs> and then we get that that look where people tilt their head to their side and they look mm. at me and they look at Katie and they look at Tyler and they, they look at our college IDs and they're like, are you roommates or is that your That's mom? Funny. 
That's funny. And sometimes Tyler will say, this is my girlfriend or something, you know, oh. just to horrify them. Yes. Um, so I, I do get a kick out of the fact <laughs> that people have no idea how old I am. I apparently look yeah. somewhere between 30 and who knows. Yeah, I I get the feeling sometimes that people look at me and think I could be anywhere between like 30 and 60. Like they're really not sure if I, you know, had kids at 12 or if I have somehow discovered the fountain of youth. Like I, I, I swear there's this one person I spoke. It's happened numerous times lately. Actually, I say something about my 17 year old and people will freak out. Oh my God, you have a 17 year old. I'm like, yeah, I do. And let me tell you about Jonathan. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, I do. I, I really do. And they're like, that is, I would never have guessed you're old enough for a 17 year old. And I'm like, get ready to have your socks blown off. Cause I also have a 25 right? year old and they just like, they will just like roll their eyes and walk away. They're like, no, I just right? I can't, I can't do this right now. Well, anyway, the, the mom right. clicks here are divided by decades. For real. And they're also divided along the um, the county line because the greater area of Orlando has multiple little lines mm-hmm. and they segregate themselves based on what neighborhoods they live in. And they segregate themselves based on whether your kids are athletic or band kids. Apparently, just like in high school, band moms can't hang out with athletic moms. Interesting. So I don't hang out with any of the moms, so I don't know. (laughs) My Bunko group back in Hawaii was one of the best groups ever. We had everyone from mid to late 20s to mid and late 40s. And we all would have such a great time. It would not... It wouldn't... Those are the best groups. Yeah. I mean, it's not people that I'd hang out with, like, just on a Tuesday or whatever. And, and like you talked about going to target, like I had my friends that I go to, target, but my once a month bunk over the table could be anyone within this, you know, two, do- two dozen years. It's just like, and we all got along and we all, but we were all just there to have a great time. And it's like, if people had somehow put age limits on who I hung out with, I, I would probably ha- have at least half of my friends taken away. I used to be the humble rebel.com, but oh, that should be a plug. Do you still do your coffee cups? I don't. Ugh. Do you, I told you I got so many compliments on those, right? Excellent. I do. Um, no, I ran that store for close to seven years. And at about the seven year mark, I got one client that just drove me insane. She mm. would order something, claim that it had been smashed, ask for a duplicate and then show her duplicate. Plus the original on Instagram being like, ha ha, I cheated. Hmm. And then she came back and she placed an order for something that was ridiculous. And on Etsy, you're allowed to deny orders. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. I did. She had my store closed under an Etsy investigation because she claimed she paid for it and that I accepted it. But there were no transactions. But um, yeah, she ruined it. And I was going to have to pay like a $65 fine for a $15 cup. Wow. Or close my store. So I just did. That's so but frustrating. She wasn't really the first. She was like one, really? once I got really popular because I had over a thousand good reviews. Mm-hmm. Um, 
yeah, it, it was it was just one or two people who ruined it for me. I, mm-hmm. I even get Christmas cards from people who ordered in the beginning days. Mm-hmm. Um, I had I had people order commemorative cups with their tattoos. So this one woman gave me a picture of her husband's tattoos, and he was a cop in L.A. Mm-hmm. And I put his tattoos on the cup, and he apparently broke it. And ended up in the hospital and she wanted to get him a replacement. Mm -hmm. So I made the replacement, but she sent me a picture for a new tattoo. So I added that one as well. Mm -hmm. And then I made her an extra duplicate just in case. And uh, to this day, she still sends me a Christmas card. Well, I will say for any of my Bunko uh, bitches that are listening, because that's, we call each other Bunko bitches. Yeah. Back in Hawaii that it, a few of them got a cup from you. Um, as, as I said, farewell, Ruth is the lovely artist that made them. So if any of you ever want to order your own cup for someone else or for a gift, she said, you know, find her on Facebook, Ruth Zeman. You don't have to go through Etsy anymore. You can just message her on Facebook and you can get a cup. Yeah, it's true. And I'm a sucker for the occasional order. Yeah. Just say that, you know, you're my friend. I'm, <laughs> I'm the hookup right here. And, and she'll take care of you. Yeah, I had a few. And now I'm hoping only like five people listen to your podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to get you making cups again if it's the last thing I do. Because it's one of my favorite things. I love going in and seeing the new people's faces when they read my Bunko Bitches Cup. It's like it, <sighs> it puts like at least a 60 second delay on all orders. <laughs> because they all have to look at it and then they pass it around. So, oh, yeah, I don't funny. drink coffee, but I do drink hot cocoa, and I do love their little strawberry acai refreshers. So I do go to and Starbucks. And are you getting your 10% discount? Of course I do. When I worked at Starbucks here in Orlando, mm-hmm. it was the largest Starbucks in the United States at the time. And I ended up, when I quit there, it was because I had been diagnosed with cancer. Mm. But... Um, I ended up getting a corporate um, contract, and mm-hmm. for at least two years, I made the the prizes for the employee of the month for Starbucks, oh and it was goodness. a custom cup. So that was super fun. Wow! Because That's... it was just you know one of the one of the big shots had come down, mm-hmm. and I had colored on everybody's cup that was in the employee lounge mm-hmm. because when I would sit in the back, I'd just take a sharpie out and I'd start coloring. So they were mm-hmm. all black and white then. Mm -hmm. and um they took a picture of it and they posted it on the official etsy and that's where they got the doodle cup um prize uh they they did a contest one year maybe two years now Mm -hmm. where you could enter but apparently that started with my cups so i was really proud of that but it means i was not allowed to enter too (laughs) (laughs) but it, it it spawned a whole movement so that was awesome Hey y'all, thanks for listening. Any comments or suggestions can be sent to salty with a side of sweet at gmail.com. And our theme music is called Welcome to the Show by Kevin McLeod. <laughs>